Hey everyone, welcome to Unlikely to Apologize. I'm one of your hosts, Nikki. And I'm Heather. And we're back. <laughs> I want to sing that. Um, and we're back. Back again. Is that Baxter Boys? It was way off tune. <laughs> I mean, I'm not on key with singing, but that's what comes to my head. Oh man. Um, yeah, we took a couple weeks off. Um, but I feel like it's been longer than that. Like I feel like it's been forever. Well, we did, we, tr- we attempted a summer series, but as you realize, we're not good at keeping promises sometimes. And, you know, sometimes this is just a lot of work. So <laughs> well, we, had good we had good intentions, but I, I guess I didn't figure with Gavin being home, how difficult it would be for me to be able to do anything else. Right. Yeah. So or how easy it would be for me to do anything else. Yeah. My brain's not awake. It's, it's fine. Whatever. So yeah, so we're going to take a quick uh, episode reintroduced for our second half of season one, I guess. Um, We made it past the six month mark, which is something that I'm surprised you haven't celebrated because you celebrate everything. And I'm the one over here that's just like me. (laughs) Well, I feel like taking a break made it kind of like there was space there. So like I didn't like my brain and then... I was gone most of July. I feel like I went with Shane on a work trip to Jackson hole. And then we literally just got back Friday night from our family week long trip. So I feel like July was a blur. I can't believe it's August. I know. I think we say this and I'm going to repeat myself every time a new month starts. We're like, Oh my God, (laughs) it's a new month. (laughs) But I, Uh, I don't know. I feel like July was such a blur. So I missed the, well, now we have to celebrate. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Uh, all right. So yeah, so you were gone. You took two trips in July. We took one. Uh, yes, we took one. I know. Now I'm like, what the hell did I even do last month? Yeah, we took one. I also had my goddaughter come in for her 21st birthday at the end of June. So that kind of carried over into July for me. Um, but that, that was fun. We could talk about that. Um, my goddaughter is, is now 21, but she decided to bring three of her friends down and my sister came down as well so Mm -hmm. we got to show her and her friends like Austin and they they had a blast they're so funny it's so funny to see like the different generations like of course me and my sister still drink and hang out and like go to bars and clubs and well maybe not so much clubs but like we'll go to bars and stuff but like these girls it's it's so different to see like when I was their age I was a maniac like even though like I was like I was I think 21 like I was at clubs dancing on speakers and like, you know, I mean, I had a boyfriend that was probably my saving grace because I had John, right. Cause things probably would have been worse for me. <laughs> well, when I was 21, I was working at latitude 30 on sixth street as the beer bitch. And it was my favorite job. And I was definitely dancing on bars to get people in. And I kind of had a boyfriend, but he broke up with me every summer. So I was single at the time, but then. That's yeah. It, it was just so funny. They're so like, I don't want to say reserved because they weren't, it was just different and they found like fun in everything. And my favorite is I brought them to Mavericks because they've never been to. I've never been there. Oh, like I, I sat there, me and my sister just sat there and like, walked. Like it was just hysterical. Like there were all these like dudes that were coming up and asking them to dance. And like, at the end of the night, these dudes were like trying to get them to come home. So I had immediately play like mother hen. I'm like, no, you're not. 
you're not taking them home. And he's like, well, we got a pool table. We can play pool. I was like, I have a pool table. They can play pool at my house. I have drinks. They can play, they can have drinks at my house. Like they don't need need you. And then there was one dude. So like out of all of them, they're like, it's funny because it's just like, these guys are just like all over them, like, like flies on rice. And then there's this one dude who's probably the cutest one out of all of them. Who's like not pushing like having these guys come or having the girls come home with them but like walks us to our uber puts us in the uber turns to the uber driver was like precious cargo make sure you take care of them i turned them i go girls that is a gentleman <laughs> that is the one that you need to talk to not That's- those boys over there <laughs> yes yes it was teaching so lessons teaching too. lessons but they That's were like really guys the guys were like I want to say, I think the oldest one was 24. So they were all in like the same group, but like for having this young, like, and they were like legit, they were ranch. They had to be like ranch hands. Like I was explaining the story to John and he was like, oh, those are definitely hands. And I was like, which makes it even better story. Right. Cause like, yes, girls met a bunch of cowboys technically. Yes. In Texas. In Texas. It's not like, like, you know, in Austin, it's not really like country, I guess. So that was probably my favorite part of the whole we took them floating. Floating was fun. Floating was like, you know, it's, it hasn't been raining here, like any rain. So like the, right. the river low. So we got, there was a lot of people and people were just getting stuck. So it wasn't as like enjoyable as it normally. I mean, for them, it was enjoyable because they've never done it. But for me, I was like, fuck this. Like, I regret this decision. We shouldn't have done it because we're literally landlocked. Which right. Um, and then I brought him, we brought him downtown the the Friday night. Oh yeah, because Thursday night their flight got canceled and I had to drive to San Antonio. Oh, that's right. You would have picked them up in San Antonio. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, so about there, was that a, too. COVID, there was a COVID breakout in the air um controller and the Austin airport was basically just shut down, not receiving flights. So what what was supposed to be them getting in at noon Thursday turned into me picking them up at 12 30 at night in San Antonio. And having that. Yes, you had to rent a car to go get them too. Yeah. So I got a little tiny Corolla. I fit six people. It was it was like a clown car. (laughs) So yeah, so that was that. And then you went to Jackson Hole. Yes. So Shane has a client um with an incredible property on a mountain in Jackson Hole. Um, and he had to go out there for work. And so I got to tag along, um, cause Gavin has every year he does with my sister, um, a week of fun and they, she takes them for a week. Normally they travel, but after COVID happened, things got weird. So I think they just hung around, um, Austin, but we drove to Jackson hole, um, long drive. I think it was 20 something hours, but it, it was a lot of fun. It's beautiful there. Um, he worked a lot, but his brother also works for him. And so he went and then with him went his wife and their daughter. So I hung out with them while the guys worked and then we would bring them lunch, um, and go to dinner and stuff at night. But Holy cow, Jackson hole is it's beautiful. And then we drove from Jackson hole to Utah and went and stayed in Zion um, National Park, which is just, it's like a canyon almost that you're in and you're just surrounded by 
um, rock mountains. It was absolutely beautiful. And then we hiked Zion and then we came home and that was, that was a great trip too. Um, yeah. And then I don't think we did anything for a couple of weeks, but you went away again. Who went away? Well, not again, but yeah. Oh yeah. We, yeah. You went away. We took the camper and the dogs to the beach. We went to Bolivar RV resort for anybody who listened and goes camping. This was like a legit resort. Like they had a swim up bar. They had all these really cool facilities. They have like a event like area. Um, I made a whole bunch of videos that I was going to post. And then I never posted any of them because so that's what I, if you, can you stay there? If you don't own a camper, like do they have like, yeah. So they're doing yet, a okay. two or a phase three where they're going to put like, I want to say either hotels or little cottages. I don't remember exactly what the guy said, um, but they're, they just opened in January. So they were still doing a lot of construction. They're still figuring out a lot of the kinks. John and I spent most of our time there, like talking to the manager of the bar and like giving him like, like you should do this, or this would be really cool. Like one of the things that I did is they have like a little camping store um, with all these like Yetis that they, um, maybe not real Yetis, but like tumblers. And um, we were down by the pool and people were bringing in their own tumblers. And I had left a couple of times to go get my own. And I was like, you guys already have tumblers like in your store. You should just sell them down here, charge 20 bucks and then the drink and then people get tumblers. So like finally, like at four o'clock after being there for a couple hours, John finally told the manager and the manager's like, great idea. So next thing we know, we're like 15 minutes later, we look behind us and there's all these tumblers like on the bar nice. for people to see. So, and people started buying them. It's like, that's- Well, and then they sh- what they should do is if you buy a tumbler and it's like their tumbler, like they should put their brand on it or something. And then you get like a discount on your next drink or something. Right, and they do have their brand on. It says Boulevard Resort and everything. So that was one idea. And the other idea, because I had so much time on my hands, like I was blowing through- like books. So I had this idea and I like joked around with John. I was like, what if I just traveled with my own little library and just put it like outside of our campus? So like people can, you know, take a book, leave a book. I was like, oh, you yeah. guys should put like a little used book donation thing in the camp store because I finished like my first book in a day and then I didn't have anything else to read. And there we were, Boulevard is very, uh, What's so where word? is it though, for people who don't know? Cause I'd never heard of it until you. It's a peninsula outside of Galveston. Like you could take okay. a ferry to Galveston. That's how we went to Galveston that one day, but there's nothing around, like nothing. Um, barely any restaurants. Like it, it, we weren't happy with the area and the resort itself didn't, it had a food truck, but like with me, I can't really eat that much from those types, even though I did. And that's a whole other story. Um, <laughs> we can get into that in a minute. Um, but so we had to go to Galveston to like do, we only did that one day. So like, there wasn't like, I can go to like a Walmart and go buy a book. Like there wasn't a Walmart, right. I think a dollar between a family dollar, they don't sell books. So, and then we took the, a day trip over to Galveston and did a couple, like we walked around, but it was unbearably hot, mm-hmm. like not enjoyable at the beach. So I had a couple of things that we did buy, but one of the things that like we, we did bring like a little shelf, like, um, God, what's it called canopy. And I bought like a, a sand free beach blanket, which I should share. I have a video of me showing how it works. Cause I was trying to be like an influencer and like use the video for our, our podcast. And then I never did it, but I could still do it. Um, but like, I wish there was, we were more prepared in the sense of like, we didn't bring chairs. Like we were the worst beach people. Like it just, <laughs> 
we're the worst beach people. But we did that. So it ended up just turning into like, we're going to bring the dogs into the water until they get tired and then we'll leave. So mm-hmm. we didn't spend as much time there because again, it was unbearably hot and the water wasn't necessarily refreshing. Um, I would definitely go back, but I don't know if I would, I think I would want to go to Galveston, but let me rephrase Galveston beach from what I remember gets crowded, the beach and Boulevard, not crowded. And I mm-hmm. think it's nothing else to do. Like right. there's nothing else to do. Um, so that, and then we got back and you left again. <laughs> I did. Yeah. This was our, our family vacation. Um, and we let Gavin kind of start planning our, our trips. And initially we were headed to South Dakota, I think South Dakota to see, um, Mount Rushmore. And so initially we were going to Mount Rushmore and then we were going to go to Yellowstone and then Arches. And so we had a full week and that was the initial plan. And I think the day we were leaving, Gavin and Shane like started talking about like the logistics of the planning and rewrote our entire trip. So we ended up going to Rocky Mountain National Park. So we drove from Austin to Estes Park, Colorado. Freaking loved Estes Park. Um, We actually ended up staying. He has a client there, like a client he's had forever. Um, Happens to have a house there. He was there. And so we ended up staying um, at his house. So we were in Estes for three days. The first full day we were there, they have, it's called like a rock and roller coaster, but it's not a roller coaster. It's like a four by four. Um, so it's on the body of like, this particular one was on the body of like a Hummer H3. Nice. Oh, that's, but it's all open. And so it's like a big, I mean, honestly, to me, it's like a big Jeep and you fit four people by four people. And then the driver and literally drives you up this mountain. Um, the coolest part about it was the road pole road was for a long time, the only way to get from Denver to Estes park. So think like way back when like horse and buggies. Yeah. And we were going on this and I'm, it's like rock climbing, but in like a giant Jeep thing. And I was like, how in the heck did they do this in a horse and buggy? But anyway, you go all the way up to the top. And normally you can see as far as Denver, but because it was so cloudy, you're literally up in the clouds. And so like all the pictures that I have, it looks like fog, but it's not fog. It's actually, you're in the clouds. Oh, wow. And so coming down and I have videos I can share, you're hauling ass down and you're, it's like a roller coaster where you're like flying around. And so (laughs) I highly recommend that if anybody goes to Estes Park, that was super fun. So we did that in the morning. And then that evening we went fly fishing in the Rocky mountain national park. I had, I've been wanting to go fly fishing for years. Um, and I actually really enjoyed it. Like I hate regular fishing, but there's something about fly fishing that was so fun. And our guide actually told me that I was a natural at casting. I only caught two fish, but I was a natural (laughs) at casting. It's the set. So like you cast it and then it's like when the fish bites, you have to set just right to get it. So I didn't work on that. Um, 
And then the next day we hiked into the Rocky Mountain National Park. Thought I was going to die because the altitude is insane. So like I was telling Shane, I was like, it's really weird because my body feels fine. Like I'm not sore. I'm not tired. My body can do this, but my lungs felt like they were going to explode. And the only thing I can think of is I had COVID in April mm-hmm. and I have asthma and I don't think my lungs have healed. Yeah. So when John was in Jackson hole or was it? Yeah. I think it was there. He said the same thing. He had such a hard time. Like he was like, like just walking normally. Breathing was bad. I'm actually going to Denver in a couple of weeks and somebody, we have a group text, all the girls (coughs) that are going and everybody was like, I heard you get drunk faster because the altitude mm-hmm. is higher. I was like, not only do you get drunk faster, I was like, but you can't breathe. So like any leisurely activities that you want to do, like, let's think about. Well, this. so what I actually recommend is, um, they have like the oxygen and we have a bunch of them somewhere. The oxygen things that you can buy actually helped. Okay. So I actually nice. highly recommend, and they had small ones, mm-hmm. um, that like fit in your pocket. And that actually, I would highly recommend that. Um, So we did that. And then we left Estes, drove to Denver and went to the Rockies White Sox baseball game. Gavin somehow got himself another ball. Nice. Um, And then from there, we went to Taos, New Mexico and did whitewater rafting. Oh, I love whitewater rafting. Oh my gosh. None of us have ever been before. And I I forget where I was. Well, I guess this was like, I guess there's, so there's five classes of like the rivers and like, obviously five is like crazy. This was a three and no one fell out, but Gavin and I both. So we were in the front and then Shane was in the middle and the guide was in the back. And at one point you go down and it like pops you back up and Gavin and I both flew backwards (laughs) and Shane's like, all I could see was your feet in the air. (laughs) You've got like this life jacket on. So like, I literally couldn't move. He had to like help me back up. And then we almost flipped one time because we came down and went up a rock. Ooh. And if, if it had been me and get like, if Gavin and I were switched and Gavin had been, um, where I was and I was where Gavin was, we would have flipped because Gavin was on the bottom and I was at the top of like yeah. where we went up. So I was like, okay. Um, but Gavin wanted to do it again. Like that's and then we fun. came home. Welcome back. <laughs> Good trip. I'm still exhausted. Yeah, I feel like it took me a couple of days. Well, I fucked up because I got drunk and there was nothing to eat on the resort. So I took it upon myself to order fried shrimp, chicken fingers, and french fries, and then proceeded to not share any of it with John. Yeah, so when we got back, of course, I couldn't walk, like, because of my hips. But my back has been bothering me, which is, hasn't bothered me since last year. Yeah, about last year. I don't know what happened there. It could be the amount of gluten that I put into my body. Because yeah, I was going to say, if, and, and the oil and yeah, because you're not mm-hmm. supposed to have soy either. No. So yeah, I totally fucked up my body. Oh no! I learned my lesson. I won't do it again. Cause normally every once in a while, I'm like, I can, I can manage. No, I like, I fucked my shit in half. Like, well, but it's also probably worse because you haven't had it for so long. And then you, you didn't just have a little bit of it. It oh, sounds no, like, it sounds like you went all in. 
I went, I went to town. Like I could have fed three people with the amount of food. that. Yeah. I so I feel like that's, that's probably why it hit you harder because you haven't had it for so long. And then the amount you ate. Right. So I'm officially able to like walk again today. So it's been a rough couple of, I think about eight days, I think is where we're at with it. So I've learned my lesson and I'm not, I'm not going to do it again. So oh I need to God. eat. Well, now. you know, it's, it's weird because I got my, I started TMI probably, but I started my period yesterday. And for the first time in my entire life, I'm going to be 38 in two weeks. Um, pause for dramatics. Cause that sounds old. <laughs> um, I've never had, like, I get really bad cramps, but I've, and sometimes my back hurts, but I, I told you yesterday, we were supposed to record yesterday. And I was like, I can't move. I can't get off the couch. It was in my back. It was in my hips and I've never had like back and hips. Yeah. And so I was like, this is really weird. Yeah. So, well, the other thing I'm, I'm going on now, and we've talked about it in the past is we know that the endometriosis was what was causing my back pain. Mm -hmm. Um, there was also part of me that kind of like leaning towards the fact that it only happens when I ovulate, but we assumed by like removing my uterus that I shouldn't have it. So, um, I noticed I had issues when my cousin, when my goddaughter was here and when I was ovulating, I felt some pain, but it wasn't as extreme. So this time I got it around the same time, but it's just in conjunction with the gluten. So next month, I'm going to really know. make sure I don't eat gluten so I can see if it actually comes back. And if so, then I need to call my doctor up and be like, Hey, guess what? Might need to take the ovaries out. Big mistake. Yeah. So fingers crossed. It was just a gluten because I really don't want to go down this road again um, No, because I'm over it. But it was really funny because I, my time hop yesterday had the, the post from when we were at the lake and I was like, I'm just going to be the old woman that has the back problems and just needs to be carried everywhere. I've learned to accept it. Like this is where I'm at. Um, and it happened to be this yesterday, the same exact day. same time. Maybe it's yeah, a yearly thing. Yeah. And I showed John, I was like, see, I was like, I'm telling you. And it, here's the thing. Cause I still have my ovaries. I still have a cycle. So I'm right. still, ovulating. so that's why I'm going. It's, it's during my ovulation phase. Um, so yeah, I got to, pay attention to that more. I'm not excited about it. And I didn't really tell anybody because I'm like, I don't want to sound like that girl that's constantly thinking there's something wrong with her. But like, I think it's, I do think it's that, but we're going to, I'm going to track it for the next couple of months. Cause John's like, call your doctor. But no, like, well, yeah, you have to get to the gluten and the soy and all of that stuff back out of your system for you to right. fully. But I right. feel like if you already had it at the beginning of the month yeah, or it's like last month and now this month, I feel and, like, and I'm getting ovulation cramps again, which I haven't had since short. I think it was shortly after my surgery. I had like two months where I was still getting those. So oh when I, when my cousin or my God, well, she is my cousin. I keep saying my cousin, but she's my goddaughter as well. Right. When right. she was here, I was, I had really bad cramps, like right on fourth street. And thankfully one of the girls had a Excedrin. This is what I mean. Like 21 years old, walking around with like, my sister was calling, what did she call them? I think she was calling them the golden girls or something like that because they're just like older for their age. I love um, that. Thankfully she had some because then I was able to walk. So we're going to be tracking that to see what's going on because I'm fucking over it. So, <laughs> well, hopefully it was just a coincidence or like a one-time something. That's kind of what I'm hoping, but we'll see. I actually have, we have a lot of things going on this month. So I need to make sure that I'm on top of it because we, I'm going to Denver in two weeks. 
And then we're going. What is that? Is that the work trip or is that like a girl's trip? It's a bachelorette. One of my sister's, um, one of my sister's best friends is getting married and I was invited to the bachelorette. So I'm going to go. I also have my friend, Sarah, who, who used to live here. I haven't seen her in four years. So I'm taking an extra day to spend a day with her and stay over at her house. And then I'll meet my sister and her friends um, on Friday. And then I'll be back Monday morning. And then we're going to El Campo the week before that. Like we're like, this is my month. Oh so yeah. My- we were just talking about this. So what, what is El Campo? It's another RV resort. That okay. has- so this is you and John doing El Campo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is us doing El Campo. Um, our friend uh, Marissa and her husband and her kids are actually going to be there the same weekend. So we're going to just meet up with them um, while we're there. And then my parents come for two Lab- weeks. Labor Day weekend, right? They get in August 30th and they're here until um, second week of September. Wow, that's I, a lot I, going on. Yeah, I love my parents. I do. But I, 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 I'm very curious to see 14 days is a long time in <laughs> especially since we haven't spent like that much time with each right. other in like four years three years two years two years that is a long time I feel like 14 days is a long time so yeah well I'll, uh, is your sister planning on coming at all while they're here or no no she's actually going well so the thing was is she was going to come in November for mm-hmm. uh what we were planning on doing and then so she she's watching their dog um for them so she won't okay. be able she's gonna come herself either october or november okay i love your sister that's why i'm asking i would love for her to be here because then i'll have something to like i'll have another person to like a buffer kind of situation yeah john john's ecstatic about the idea well what do they like to do is there something fun that like <laughs> we could go with you to do no my mom is more of the sightseeing person. Like she'll go out and do stuff. My dad, he doesn't care about like that stuff. There's a poker room down the street from us and I've already sent him the link to it. So he knows oh, tournaments. he can go like, that'll be his thing. My dad's a big, he loves horse races. He loves going to casino, okay. loves Disney world. He loves, you know, six flags. Like he's more that person. My mom's more of a laid back. We'll go walking, hiking, um, she loves shopping. Like I could take her shopping and all that. So, but I'm also not taking that much time off from work because I just started the new position. Right. So I don't want to, you know, so it's going to be more so they're going to be here during the day while I work and then we'll just have dinner together. Or whatever yeah. So, but shall be interesting. We'll see. Shall be interesting. I wish I had some exciting stuff coming up. August is the start of football season. Yeah. So well, really busy. So yeah but like any trips or anything is we no weekend anything because football practice starts tonight and Shane is coach and he's president of the organization and so him and Gavin have football and then games start Labor Day weekend is the first game so we'll just and then school starts I have a middle schooler That makes me want to cry. I can't believe I'm a middle schooler. So my life for the next couple of months is just going to be sports. Fun. Yeah. Lots of hanging out with you after I drop him off to Shane at football. Yep. I need, I need, uh, I need stuff to do after my day stuck in this house because I don't have a car. So. <laughs> well, I'll drop him off and then I'll come over. Works for me. Yeah. Right. That's All about it. 
nice little recap. Um, yeah, that's life so far. Yeah. Getting us back into the swing of things because I couldn't even remember how to do the intro when we first started. <laughs> I know we have an interview tonight and I'm like, oh, so how are we supposed so to do this? I mean, we have a couple of things I read. Honestly, I read like four books. In the last I haven't read any. I read for those who are looking for things to read, Colleen Hoover is absolutely amazing. Um, She's worth that. Yeah, I read Confess, I read Ugly Love, and I read um, It Ends With Us. All great books. Ugly Love is very spicy. So if you're looking for a spicy, well, all so which one? Which one should I read that we can kind of maybe talk about? So that people can read with us. So confess I liked it wasn't my favorite by her my favorite by her is Verity which I talked about at the beginning of the year that was one I knew I haven't, read that. I, have it, I have it on my uh no kindle so that's funny because I was blowing through books so quickly that I bought a kindle because yeah I just, so I have a kindle and I haven't used it so I bought a kindle and I'm also doing the kindle unlimited 9.99 a month because I have that too and I haven't used it so confess was okay not my I won't say Confess was great because, or what drew me to it was she took, people actually submitted real confessions and then she built a story around it. <gasps> so that intrigued me, but the story itself, I mean, the story was good, but reading very coming off of reading Verity by her and going to that, I wasn't like, <gasps> but okay. that led me to, all right, I'm going to read another book of hers because it was a quick read and, you know, I had time. So I bought Ugly Love. Ugly Love is I think my second favorite severity. Mm. So very one, ugly love. A the, the the sex scenes are just I'm in just gonna, ugly love. In ugly love, like there's like the the way that she writes. So that's the thing that I love about her is the way that she writes the scenes are just like transformative. Like I feel like I'm in them. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, like it's just I don't know, but it was extremely spicy. Um, so I love that. So that would probably be my second favorite. So I would go with that. And then I think what's third would be, it ends with us, which has a second book coming out a second, a part two coming out in October, which is, it starts with us. Mm. Uh, and that one had again, great storyline, but what I loved about it, and I don't want to give it away too much was what I thought was it ends with us really meant wasn't what it meant if that makes sense like I it, okay it made me very like like oh my god I'm so happy this happened so um without giving way too much um and then it starts with us as the second one so I would start with if you guys obviously do Verity like if you haven't read Verity yet all right well I'm gonna read Verity because I already have it on my Kindle I already bought it after you said to and I never read it so let's maybe I'll reread it just so I could be like up with yeah. it. Yeah. So that's Colleen Hoover. And then I read, and this is not for the faint of heart. And I put this on Instagram and I actually talked to Jackie Vargas and she ordered yes. and I told my sister, I've told you about it. It's called If You Tell. Now, when I read the description of the book, I knew it involved a true story about murder and abuse of these daughters by their mother. I didn't realize how graphic the abuse oh. was, which I mean, I understand it. 
Honestly, it's not for the fan of heart. I literally watch murder documentaries and like abuse things all the time. So like I was fine with it, but there were so many times during this book that I was like, <gasps> like just hand over mouth and like, this can't be real. And a lot of the reviews, if you read about it, like a lot of people complain about the repetitiveness of the, st- of the, of the abuse and like how the woman worked. To me, it was repetitive, but it you needed to see what her boundaries were when she pushed people. Like she set her own boundaries, the mom did, set her own boundaries of how far she can push people because that's where, she was a sadist. Like that's where she right, got right. off was what she can get people to do. And she always started with the same pattern just to see how far she could take it. And the fact that she got away with it for so many years and the fact that Ooh. her family was like ex- not accepting of it. Like they knew it was wrong, but they had so much love because it was their family. It's kind of that, that saying that I said, just because it's a family member, like a toxic relationship, right. is a toxic relationship, like there's no excuse, but it was very much, well, she's my mother. She's my mother. And this is what, mm. you know, so uh, without giving too much away, if you are, is that okay, by, Co- is that by Colleen Hoover too? No, that's by Greg Olson. Okay. If you get past like it's very graphic. Like there's like one part of it, and I don't mind sharing this because if you're reading it, you'll you'll. It's a very common um, abuse uh, tactic that she uses when she doesn't. Uh, if you're in trouble for, and that's the thing, these poor girls never knew what they were in trouble for. Like it literally could be that they put a glass wrong away in the cupboard. Like it was just like nothing valid, and wow. she would make them take off all their clothes, go in the backyard and walk, like run around like a pig and spray them down with a hose. And she called it like wallowing, like wallow like a pig. And she would do this repetitively, like every day. Yeah. Oh my God. When I say hand over my mouth, like, and, and these girls are like some of like, they, there's three daughters. One of them's like the oldest, her name is Nikki. Um, she was the oldest and like, I don't want to give too much away, but like she eventually like leaves, but she leaves the other two behind and they eventually build their own way out. And it comes down to like the third sister being like the saving grace of like, all right, we're going to do something. Um, I'm surprised that they didn't plot to kill her. So I don't want like, they, they talk about like different things, different ideas. So, and I read, there's a, there's a part of, uh, what is it? An aforementioned, is that what they call it at the end of the books? There was a, oh yeah. So it's a uh, behavioral therapist, I think, that does kind of like a synopsis on the psychology behind it. Okay. And it was very much like, um, oh no, I just lost track of thought. How did she put it? Damn it, I just lost it. So she explains like the when you're like dealing with status or you're dealing with people who have abusive families who don't understand like what a normal relationship is. They're like throughout the book, they kept saying like, well, this is how a mother loves their daughter. Like they believe- well, if this is all you know, then that's all you know, right? You don't know to compare it to something else. So that book, like I read it like in like five hours. I couldn't oh, put wow. it down. Yeah, and, and the only reason I put it down was because I had to go to bed. So like, yeah, that was really it. And that's, and honestly, after reading the third book by Colleen, I was like, you know what, I'm, I spent $40 on books in, in three days. So I might as well just buy a Kindle. So I bought a Kindle and now I, I'm doing it that way. But those are my suggestions. Okay. If you, you can get, if you are, I don't want to say it's going to make you uncomfortable, but if you can read about it and understand, and here's the thing, it's a true fucking story. 
Like it's a true story. Like this isn't a made up story. Like this is true. Like these women, these sisters live this every day. I didn't know it was a true story. Oh my gosh. True story. So I I made sure that I didn't Google anything because I didn't want to know what happened because they clearly tell you like what happens to the mom and stuff. Um, And then after the fact, I Googled all, and I don't want to give that away either because they talk about it a little bit in the book, but I Googled Mm -hmm. that. Like I need to figure out and it's just- I need more information. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if you're into true crime and you could deal with abuse, domestic abuse, I think would probably be the best way to put it. Um, Family abuse. It's, it's, it was, I couldn't believe it was real. I didn't know it was real until you just, I mean, I didn't read the book, but just from what you've said about it. That's insane. Yeah. So those are my suggestions. And I'm now going to start another Colleen book. And I think it's called Reminders of Him. Just because I need to cleanse my palate after that one. Let me go into my Kindle. Hold on. Um, I think it's Reminders of Him. No, it's regret, uh, Regretting You I'm going to read. Regretting You. So well, why be- don't I read Regretting You with you? And then anybody who's listening that wants to kind of follow along, we can read it together. Yeah, that works. And then we have something to chat about. Yeah, that works for me. All right, so Regretting You, I need to get. Yeah, I like it. It'll make me read. Yeah, so, all right. Ready to wrap it up? Yeah, I think it's, I think we got a lot out there. Yeah, so. All right, guys, as you know, um, you can find us on Instagram at unlikely to apologize podcast. Um, you can slide into our private DMs if you want. I'm Nikki underscore camps. I am Heather Lynn Flores. You can also send us an email at hello at unlikely to apologize.com. Um, and I think that's it for now. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye.